Welcome to the Yen Podcast. My name is Anthony DeSimone and you're listening to Entrepreneur's Island, which is that island that many entrepreneurs and small business owners place themselves on because they're convinced their problems are unique and no one can help. This podcast is all about sharing those problems, those very common problems that many entrepreneurs and small business owners face and offering solutions. This is podcast number three of Entrepreneur's Island, and today I am going to share with you one of the most effective and unbelievably easy ways successful leaders build stronger, more trusting relationships with their employees. And I've created a very simple acronym to follow to help you remember this approach. I hope you like it. What is the most valuable resource a person has? It's not money. It's not land or any other asset. It's not even relationship. The most valuable resource a person has is time. All those other things, money, land, relationships, you can lose and gain back. But once you've lost that time, it's gone. And it's never coming back. Plus, you have no idea how much time you you really have. Which means it's possible that the time you are using today is more valuable than you think. You could die tomorrow. It could happen. So time by far, the most valuable resource. And this was a very important learning for me earlier in my career. Because by my understanding that time is the most valuable resource a person can offer, it allowed me to create the mindset that whenever I was engaging in conversation with somebody else, like one of my employees, for example, I am being offered the greatest gift I can possibly receive from them. I am being offered their time. Now, before I learned this, I was quite different. Picture this typical scenario that I dealt with. It's sometime during the workday, and I'm in my office working diligently on my computer or on my smartphone, or maybe not even that diligently, and an employee walks in to ask me a question. During the whole conversation, I don't even stop to glance at the person. I keep working on my computer or my, or my phone, and with half of my attention, I try my best to answer the question, and all the while, I appear annoyed that I was interrupted. Does that sound familiar to you? I used to do that all the time. All the time. And I used to be upset by the intrusion, which is ironic since I'm the one who pushed the culture of the open door policy. Come on in. Anytime. Doors open. Come on in. Anytime, right? In theory, that sounds great, but in reality, it got annoying to me, pretty much, almost immediately. But by changing my mindset, by realizing that the greatest gift a person can share with you is their time, I began to return that gift by stopping whatever I was doing and offering them my full attention. Now that change in mindset and the habit to stop 
took time. And even today, I'm not perfect, but it pays off in ways that I had never expected. First of all, now that I was fully engaged with the person and no longer staring at my computer, it allowed me to actually look my employees in the eye. And as I'm talking to them, also I would include their name every once in a while in the conversation. Now at the time I didn't know this, but there's considerable research that suggests that doing something as simple as looking people in the eye and throwing in their name while talking to them creates a subconscious response of trust, honesty, likability, and sincerity. Secondly, I began responding to every text and email to full completion. I used to fail to respond to texts and emails. As I think back, I believe part of it was because I was somehow showing these people that I have some kind of, I don't know, power over them as their manager. And because of that, I don't have to respond if I don't want to. It's a one-way street. You tell me you the employee, you tell me how things are going. And as your more powerful manager, I'll make the decision if I respond back to you. So a lot of these email, a lot of these texts were were always open-ended. But that changed dramatically after realizing that my employees were investing their most valuable asset, their most valuable gift, their time to inform me of something important, either through email or text or some other way of getting a hold of me, chat, what have you. Now I respond to every email or text, even something as simple as answering with a you're welcome to a thanks text. Think about it. If you were face-to-face with somebody in a face-to-face conversation and someone said thanks to you, are you just going to look blankly at them and then walk away? Of course not. You're going to say, you're welcome. So do it in a text. That's what I was, that's, that was finally my logic. Why wouldn't I do that in a text? Why wouldn't I do that in an email? And for crying out loud, invest the extra few seconds to use proper grammar and put a period on it. Or even better than that, add an exclamation point once in a while. Be excited. Show some enthusiasm about your employees. Trust me, they're trying to please. They're trying to help. They want to make a difference. Show some enthusiasm once in a while. Show them that you care. Say you're welcome. Doing all these things are a sign of mutual respect and a way of saying, I care about the time you invested in the text or email you sent me. That was a hard learning for me and something that I needed help with. So now that I wanted to spend as much time engaging with the people around me as I created this new habit, the third change I made was to put my cell phone in airplane mode at times during the day when face-to-face interaction was likely 
Like, for example, when I'm walking outside, going to or, or coming from meetings or lunch or, or something like that, or even walking in the halls. And the most amazing thing happened. I began to recognize how much society has evolved with the smartphone technology. Everywhere I went, everywhere I looked, I saw that ubiquitous smartphone posture. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. Come on. You know exactly what I mean. It's that person who is hunched over with both hands on their smartphone as they stare at it and type away with their thumbs as they walk or sit or even sometimes ride their bike. Walk down any city street or ride any city bus and just count the number of people you see like this. I bet you will find 10 people within three minutes doing this. It's as if when I was taking a look around and and noticing this, it was as if I was in a scene from The Walking Dead. Except these zombies are all hunched over and looking down as they walk. And I thought, man, people are becoming drones. They're becoming cell phone drones. Don't be a cell phone drone. Everybody has their head down as if they're bowing to a cell phone god or something like that. It's insane. It's insane. We shouldn't be bowing to our cell phones. The only, the only one we should be bowing to is God. Or possibly, if you're English, maybe the queen. But surely not a cell phone. It's insane. That, but that's what I was noticing. We are all spending so much time checking the latest updates on our virtual social network, worrying about how many likes we received for that picture of the uh, meal we just ate. And we've forgotten, or at least I should say I forgot, about the need to be liked in our real social network, the one we are living in, the one that's not virtual, you know that one? So I started to be different. I started to be unique. It became my goal to give a real world like, which was the acronym for L, look people in the eye. I, include their name when talking to them. K, kindness, always, always. And E, erect, stand erect. Don't hunch over like a cell phone drone. Now that's a real world like. I started doing this regularly and I saw changes everywhere. Even in situations when I was interacting with only a couple, interacting for only a couple of minutes, like at the supermarket or the coffee house or something like that, I would go out of my way to create eye contact and use their name. That's why their name tag is there. Believe it or not, that's why their name tag is there. And believe me, when I started using their name sometimes, they were even surprised that I knew their name. Because most people don't use their name. And by doing such a small thing, it was amazing to see the change. All of a sudden, I would get more respect 
and I would be treated with better service. And whenever I would come back, they remembered me, and they wanted to serve me. And that's with just a couple of minutes of interaction. Now imagine, just imagine the impact you can make on the people you interact with all day long, like your employees, or your family, or your friends. Begin real world liking today. Look people in the eye. Include their name in conversation. Kindness always. And erect. Stand erect. Don't be a cell phone drone. By doing this, by making these small changes, you will begin to create the foundation for stronger, more trusting, and caring relationships. It worked for me. And the amazing thing was, not only did I get the respect back from my employees, from my friends, from my family, but I also became a better manager. I became a better leader. I became a better person. And they were all small changes to make. So try it today. Begin to like people in this real world. Thank you for investing some of your valuable time to listen to this podcast, and I hope you learned from it. If you enjoyed this podcast, please go to Stitcher.com and follow the Yen Podcast. By doing that, you will get immediate notifications when I add a new podcast. Thanks again, and have a great day.